0: previously on the loyal littles
1: podcast and it gets here and it's amazing yeah it's when i tell my friends that i got this bottle it's so high level nerd alert you know what i mean yeah Mm -hmm. sure Mm -hmm. so i go back to anita and i message her and i say so thank you so very much for all that help you did for us and she goes i've got another one you want (laughs) it yes please Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the
0: WTFC Podcast Network.
1: Hey Roxy.
0: Hey Chuck.
1: Happy New Year, little. Oh, Tiny Chuck's back in the house. First time in the new year, Chuck. Wow. That's right. Some might say starting off the new year, right? Some people might have other words. (laughs) I'm sure we'll hear from Sully soon. Oh God.
2: Can't wait for 2023.
1: (laughs) Can't wait for 2023. (laughs) Well, Chuck, happy national cuddle up day, Chuck. Aw. Happy, there's a bunch of them. Happy, they're all generally, first of all, my dad would always say Little Christmas. So we'd uh-huh. like to say Happy Little Christmas, yep. January 6th. And it uh, was always special in my house because we'd always have two Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. We'd have a Little Christmas tree and a Big Christmas tree. And he would, we'd always take the Big Christmas tree down. And then we'd Leave have Little Christmas, little Christmas tree, tree up until after Little Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's also Three Kings Day. As I said, Little Christmas. And uh, there's a big one for some listeners, maybe. It's National Smith Day. I don't know what that is. I didn't know wow. every everyone with a last name, so I don't know. I'm I'm assuming uh, that includes
0: my family. I'm,
1: I'm, my mom's main name oh, was Smith. That's right. Yeah. So we're assuming Smitty Scoop. Are you celebrating? What are you doing what are you on doing? Smith, National Smith Day? What
0: does this mean?
1: I don't know. It's just it's just one of those <laughs> it's random so great. things. But the most important one is National Take Down Your Tree Day.
0: Oh, we already did that. Well,
1: <laughs> yeah. So Chuck, that's my first question. Do you have your tree still up?
2: No, Gone, I took right? mine down. December 27th? 20...
1: Wow. Oh,
0: that's early. Wow, Chuck. We, didn't, we weren't that Well, fine.
2: I usually don't. I usually wait till like New Year's Day. Yeah. Right. But okay. I had a gig out of town. So I, oh, I knew right. I was going to be back. And so I was like, I had the time to do it. I was like, yeah. all right, we're done. That's right. Plus I... It was so warm. I was like, i Yeah, you're <laughs> never <done>. really happened.
1: <laughs> so how was the gig very quickly? Good? You know, Good.
2: Yeah. All right. We had a uh, ice storm in Kansas City, though. Oh. snow's.
1: Winter storm, I should say. Oh. combo of ice and snow. Any highways closed, Chuck? Oh, let's not go there. <laughs> I-95's Ugh. highest here. Let's not even go there. But real quick, we teased it last episode, and we, we just wanted to... Well, it's not that big of a deal, but I was proud of us, Roxy. Now, since this moment, we've kind of gone downhill. But we started the new year off solid. We That's all did. I'm going to say. All right, so I had two shows yep. on New Year's Day. Yep. So I had a 2 o'clock or a 2.30, whatever it was, and an 8. So whatever. We had everything. Now I know we live in a one-bedroom apartment, so it's not. It's like, not that much. Well, it is quite a bit for a one-bedroom apartment. It I have is to say. okay. But we I, have, I
0: feel like we were very systematic in how we put things up. Yes. So it was very easy to take down. All right,
1: you're you're stealing our thunder. Here, I'm Rossi. sorry. I mean, you're, you're like Go ahead. St- no, no, I was just saying. Like so, basically, littles. We had everything put away before I had to leave for the matinee. Yeah. Tree. Like within two hours. Everything. Yeah. We, we just and Except it was amazing. Except
0: one hat.
1: One hat. We Santa forgot one hat. Santa hat. We found it later.
0: Well, actually two things. One Santa hat and our Snoopy soap dispenser oh, soap in our dispenser bathroom. in the bathroom. right, right. But we ended up deciding we're going to just leave it out and put it up in the cabinet where our other soap hat. dispensers are. No, we threw that out. Oh, shoot. That's right. We were going to put it up we there. We were going to put it up. And then I went to clean it and the it, batteries were all corroded. It lights oh. up.
1: It's also a nightlight. It's a Christmas one. So it was yeah. kind of, it's done its time. Why
0: would you put the batteries on the bottom where you put it on wet. the sink and it gets wet? Yeah, I don't know. That was dumb. Dumb design, but oh, well.
1: Well, Chuck, you beat us. I'm surprised. I got to be honest. Duh. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, Christmas decorations are down. New Year's here. Chuck is here. Tiny Chuck is here. So we're excited. So let's move on to some really important stuff. The first one I have to say is very important. And I I don't think it's anything personal. I really don't. But we want to broadcast it here. Now, she doesn't even know we're doing this. She didn't write this to us. She tweeted at everyone And we just felt it was important enough to read here. Claire Natola, cool Aunt Claire. And she wrote a message to the Littles and we wanted to broadcast it here. It says, hey Littles, I did send an email to the mailbag two weeks ago so you would be publicly thanked for all your gifts to Rocco's Warriors. But my initials aren't DG, so it apparently will never be read. Please don't think your generosity is unappreciated. I mean, we wanted to shout that out to all the Littles out there as well, because we were highly obviously promoting it and all that. And we really appreciate that. One day was amazing. Yeah. And I guess there were donations that came in after that. Amazing. So, but thank you, Claire and Natola, for all your continued hard work for Little Elves and all you do for the Littles community. And you know, anytime you write us an email, we'll read it. Yes. So, anyway, we wanted to start with that. So now, Roxy and I are excited. I don't think Chucky watched this. TV's back. It's, oh, it's yeah. stormed back. It's oh my crazy. Gosh. And there's some new shows. We'll let you know if we think there are any. So far, there's nothing really new that stuck out. Right. But The Amazing Race is back. Yes. Now, this is kind of interesting because this one, and it's really interesting how they did it, was they filmed the first three episodes and then shut down yeah. because of COVID. Yep. So they've actually, they're airing these three episodes. It's really kind of, will be interesting. Next mm-hmm. week is they did a bonus double episode. So next week at the end is when they're going to announce, hey, we're taking, we're sending you all home right, because of COVID. Right. So we're really interesting to see how that goes. Whoa. Some interesting teams, nothing really too famous. There's the one internet couple that we <laughs> thought was funny. They do all these home videos Yeah. and they're pretty funny. Now there were some other pretty... I guess, social media wise, famous people, but I didn't know any of them. Yeah.
0: And then what was what really struck me, the two guys that were on the train in Europe a bunch of years ago where the terrorist came on and was about to shoot everybody up. They were the two guys that saved everyone, like ran at this guy like. I couldn't believe it. They're on the show.
1: Yeah, they got cut up pretty bad. They have all they were showing they, all the scars, all their scars and, all their, and stuff, yeah.
0: but they are heroes and they're on the show and that was so exciting to see.
1: Yeah. So no spoiler alerts there, yeah. but we're kind of excited. Yeah. It gives us something to watch. I didn't love the last season, so we'll see. I'm going right. to give this one a try because Roxy right. wants well, to watch you've it. have been
0: having a hard time with this show yeah, for, a while, for a while, but I yeah. got into it as you were kind of phasing out of it. Yeah. And so now I'm kind of making you watch it So, But it's, it
1: hasn't been on for over a year and a half, yeah, so of course I'm going to watch this one because mm-hmm. it's exciting. So, Chuck, you don't watch that, right?
2: No. Did I have this conversation with you before? It, this reminds me of the, the old game, Midnight Madness. No.
1: Midnight Madness? Have you Madness? seen that? No.
2: It, have you ever heard of that? No. It was a movie. Oh, no. There was like people... when i was in high school to organize this which essentially is you you have teams and two or three people in a car and they give you a clue and then that clue is for you to go somewhere in the city to find the next clue Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and then that clue like it was
3: so it's like a scavenger hunt
2: yeah like scavenger hunt but it's all clues and then you're just basically going from landmark to landmark It'd be a lot of fun in like new york but like here it would be something like you go to a a subway restaurant certain part of town and in the bathroom there'd be a sign yeah. right. and behind the sign would be a, your next location and first one to get to the finish line. That's interesting. So this kind of reminds me of it like obviously to the nth degree. Right. Well, it's
1: interesting you said this Chuck because we were just talking last night. Cause of course Roxy thinks we would be fantastic at the amazing race. And I'm like, no, ah, no, no, no. Some of these places they go, but I did say to her, that if they ever did a United States Amazing Race, mm-hmm. I think I would, we would kick ass at that. Yeah, you've been. Amazing. Yeah, oh yeah, you guys are totally. Well, you too, that. Chuck. You've been so, all over you, up in here. You know the strategy after
2: watching so many seasons i would imagine that
1: too but i just mean as far as knowing ahead of time there are these two airline flight attendants this season and they already locked it in because they've been flew to london they knew the airport they knew everything they've been having Mm -hmm. layovers in london so they know Mm -hmm. the city so i think that's going to be an advantage for them but anyway it should be a a pretty good season but all right let's get to some of these other emails we heard from ed butt and this is for you roxy okay so i like to read this roxy one no 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 nope one of the reasons I love college hockey is there are none of the stupid fights. It is plenty physical, but nobody, quote, drops the gloves and starts swinging. That said, the great one, a.k.a. Wayne Gretzky, was asked if hockey fights were real. He famously said, quote, oh, they're real. All right. That's why you never see me in one.
0: Ah, oh, Smart guy. Oh, yeah, they're real.
1: I've seen <laughs> minor league hockey fights. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's <laughs> Roxy's hilarious. favorite part, though. All right. And, and then based on our great. Finally, great interview from Todd Decay last week. We hear from Chris Davenport. We
0: did. He says, Todd, great interview. I was just talking with Cool Aunt Claire about how there was an iTunes podcast that would have the show same day during the delay era. I've always wondered who was behind it and how it didn't get flagged.
1: Little. So we're, this is, we're calling out all littles. Anybody have information? I think it was he was called Same Day Tony. Is that what it was called? I think so. Uh, Todd says he will trade brown liquor for the answer to his question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you got some gifts coming. If, uh, anyone wants to mess up or if you know any information, yeah. I wish that I was around in those days. Cause that, well, I'm glad I wasn't around for the delay. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. All right. <laughs> and then we heard from Oz, right?
0: Yep. Oz, the great and flavorful. He says, it was a great interview. Just one correction. Bambi retired after the 1980 season. It was Buck Rogers who got fired and was replaced by Harvey Kewin.
1: I think that's how you say Quen? that. Quinn? Quinn? Quinn, I think. Okay, and then let's get to this real quick. We've got a lot here. We heard from Brendan in Jersey, and he says, I feel like we should call the, quote, people catching up on the Loyal Littles podcast segment, old news. Oh. So in old news, I was shocked to learn that Martin Konigsberg was a California kid. Definitely had him pegged as a Torontoian. Sh- Torontoian. yeah, okay. Maybe I had him messed up with someone else. Now, the point of that one is we just love that idea, I feel like. We love the idea of having a catch-up segment, I guess is... Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can get... We could be sponsored by Heinz Ketchup for our catch-up segment. Yeah. There you go. Done. And speaking of, we of course heard from the great Eric Barnes, who's catching up all the time. He says Roxy's reaction to the claymation story of Nestor, human.
0: Human. Yeah. Yep. Very human reaction.
1: Yeah. And he also says the top 10 Christmas movies agree with Chuck on White Christmas in Home Alone 3 out and Roxy on the Santa Claus. He says you guys missed the Muppet Christmas Carol. Not his number one. Oh. Now, I don't know if we missed it, but because I yeah, do think I'm we just mentioned it. I'm not a but,
0: huge fan of the storyline in general of yeah. Christmas Carol.
1: But that was not our list because we didn't make it. Right, up the list. right. But then we were inserting. But yeah, I guess we could have taken one out and put Mm -hmm. Muppet Christmas Carol Mm -hmm. in. All right, Roxy. And we had one more catching up, I believe.
0: Yes. This is from Dr. Suzanne Nichols. She says, hey, been catching up on the podcast. Has anyone said the Avengers compound? Getting to live with Captain America, Scarlet Witch, and Bruce Banner, etc. would be kick ass. And then she says, now I just got to the show where you say you don't know anything about the Avengers. I know comic book movies are contrived and get a bad rep, but I urge you to try them. There is a reason they are fantastically popular. If you want recommendations on which ones are the best, hit me up.
1: All right. Well, first of all, it's so great to hear from you. Yeah. It's been a while. I uh, hope you had a happy New Year and everything. And that's opening a big door, Roxy. I know. There's so many of those out there because there's like Marvel and what? What's the one she was saying? The Avengers. The Avengers. That's probably under Marvel. That's... I we know nothing. <laughs> this is like college football for us. We know nothing. Maybe we'll look into it. Maybe we'll yeah. Maybe we'll let her pick out her favorite one and we'll watch it. Although it's probably like in the middle of a series of some sort. Yeah, I don't, I don't
0: know. know. I don't know how. Like, where do you I begin?
1: Anyway. All right, let's get out of here. We've got lots more to get into. We're going to go into our fantasy football league stuff. So Chuck, glad to have you on for that. But let's get out of here because we have a great Meet the Littles guest. We'll be right back with...
0: Meet the Littles.
3: This is Steve Pepe Tashir, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
4: The sky. Was it October or the 4th of July? Oh, to be and not to be, that is her question. And I'm under her thumb, safely resting. Cause I won't quit until I
1: are being played in by loyal little brett Wiscons, and this song is called october now normally this is where we would say this is how you can reach him if you like what you hear blah 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 but we're so fortunate roxy let's just let him tell you all about it please welcome to the podcast brett wisconsin hey brett how's it going
3: i'm doing fantastic and thanks for pronouncing my last name right well i was oh, just God.
1: hello littles <laughs> did you hear that okay now brett we know you haven't Listen to all our podcasts by any means, but it is a big, I'd say, a, it's a theme
0: running, it's a running theme, theme running that, joke, that running joke. That Chuck here cannot pronounce yeah.
1: names for shit. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. say, oh. okay, so okay. uh, I listened intently and I studied and I might have practiced a little bit, but I got it, so that's the important part. Roxy, mark that down, it yep. probably won't happen again for another 15-20 years. This 20 day shows. in history, this day in history, <laughs> um. Brett, what we normally do is we like to just turn it over to you, within reason, obviously, and just introduce yourself to all the loyal Littles out there. Tell us a little something about yourself.
3: Fantastic. Yeah, I um, live just outside of Indianapolis. I'm a singer-songwriter. I've also written four private detective novels. And I've had, uh, I think, geez, maybe close to six songs played on the, uh, the Tony Kornheiser show.
1: All right, let's just stop there for a second. Littles, this is how you do it. This is what you do. He doesn't bury... We have another th- common theme on this, that our guests like to bury the lead. I like it. You just got it out there. This is what I've done. Now, well, let's, I didn't know about the novels. I knew you were yeah, a musician. Cool. I knew that, and that was one thing that drew us to you. Now, well, let's actually save that. Let's go even back further. Where did you grow up? Are you originally from there? Where did you go to school and stuff like that?
3: Okay, so I grew up in a small town called Plymouth, Indiana, up near South Bend, near Notre Dame. I was born in Chicago. And I went to college down here in Indianapolis, a small school called Marion University. And I've uh, been here, geez, I've lived in India and, you know, the surrounding suburbs, the longest I've ever lived anywhere else. Oh,
1: wow. Now, did you study music in school or is this just a hobby that turned into this more than a hobby, I guess is what you'd call it?
3: Well, yeah, I didn't study music. No, I, uh, I took guitar lessons when I got to college. I was in a band in high school. That's kind of where it all started was gotcha. singing. Well, started before that, I guess, singing along to the radio when I was ten or eleven, and then as you do, started my first band. And when <laughs> I was sixteen. Just what was know, the name? Uh, geez, the first band I was in was called the Owls.
1: The Owls. I always love this because I did the same. I was like in eighth grade. We had a band. I flew it out some names. They didn't like it. We ended up going with the first initial of all the band members, and it came out to Slash. Oh, boy. Oh, that's cool. Well, not really, because we were a band that was doing like, okay, Chuck here always had a habit of hanging out with women, okay? (laughs) So I was in two bands where it was like four women and me, okay? So we're doing a lot of bangles, Mm go-go's, you know, not really the slash kind of like name, you know? So (laughs) we won the eighth grade talent contest with Walk Like an Egyptian. Mm -hmm. And yeah, not so much uh, the slash kind of, I don't know. Anyway, I wanted to go with the what. I mean, that's funny, right? right. I mean, you the got what? the who, yeah. the what, you know? And then there, there was another one I wanted, Youngblood. Because that, do you remember that movie with Rob Lowe? I believe it was a hockey movie, By the right? same title? Was yeah, it Youngblood. called Youngblood? Youngblood, I believe.
3: I don't think I've seen that yeah. one. I, I know who Rob Lowe is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, little. <laughs> <about as far laughs> I, I I'm going to even up. have to look that one up. But so what was your, the band name again? The Owls? The Owls. Nice. Yeah. I don't want to hijack your interview here, but my nickname in college <laughs> for my fraternity was Owl.
0: Of course it oh,
1: does. really? Ow. Yeah. Of course. It I is. won't tell you what it stands for. Okay, let's get back to you. Um, all right, so what did you study in college?
3: I studied business. Okay. And I was almost going to say something off the wall just to joke around, but we'll get to that well, later. Well, did but, you study?
1: That's the first
3: question. No, I did study. I got a degree in business. And mm-hmm. uh, I just, all along, I was like, man, I would love to somehow be a musician, though, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I better get this business degree. Mm hmm. It's served me well. It's helped me a lot with just the music business, you know, and organizing things and contracts and counting
1: things
3: and marketing and, you know, you name it. You know, I've kind of, I do basically everything for my little LLC that I run.
1: Gotcha. Now this, and uh, and we're going to get to your album and all that stuff, but now are you in a band now or is this mostly solo work that you do?
3: Yeah, I do mostly solo acoustic shows, but I do have a band once in a while. I'll put together for specific gigs, you know, one-offs, a big show here or there. Sure. Summer concert series or something like that. But it, I found that it's just easier to kind of run alone, you know. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't have to schedule five other guys.
1: That's oh, trust really me, hard, but... I understand. <laughs> <laughs> when we're trying to schedule the podcast and we have our co-hosts that come on, it's sometimes it's a nightmare trying to figure it out and. Roxy and I sometimes we just have to do this on like on the fly, like it'll be like uh-huh. one in the morning, and I'll yeah. be like, "Hey, do you want to do tomorrow's episode now?" And let's mm-hmm. before we go to bed and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And you know, I'm not going to call people at one a.m. to say, "Hey, can you do you know a podcast? Are you yeah, awake? Right. Are you awake? Yeah. All right. Well, now let's because we didn't know about this four novels. I believe is that what you said?
3: Yeah. As of now, as of today, I'm working
1: on the fifth one. Oh. Wow. Okay. So what is this all about? Go into that a little.
3: Um. Bit. Yeah. I. Uh. It's kind of a. How it all started was I was reading this so this is a book series. this is all in one series. It's mm-hmm. not four different stories of all over the place. it's all it's like Harry the same. Potter. We get it. Yeah, yeah. it's like Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I was reading this book series in like 2010, 11, something like that of oh, this guy. the author was named John D. McDonald. He actually wrote uh, Cape Fear. Oh
1: mm-hmm. right, okay
3: as well. Then he had this whole series. He had a bunch of books, like, you know, one offs, but then he wrote this whole series with this lead character. He was kind of, he wasn't really a private detective. I mean, he never said he was. He was just like, lived in Florida and he lived on a houseboat. And it was just fun. These books came out in the 60s and 70s and early 80s. And then the author passed away. So the series, you know, ended. Right. And I didn't discover it until, you know, like I said, like 2009, 10. And then I was like, "Man, this is such a great, just it's fun. They're fun reads. Or you know, they get pretty intense, but they're just fun." Um, And then subsequently, my dad passed away in 2011, and I'm going somewhere with the story. So what I wanted to do was, in my kind of fragile brain at the moment, was like, "Hmm, "I want to continue this book series that this other author started, but I'm going to write it myself, and I'm going to take some of his elements and." But I'm going to put my dad in as the lead character, at least base the lead character on my dad. My dad wasn't a detective, but... Right,
1: but how interesting. He had
3: some, he had some very uh, fun stories he told me about. He traveled you know, to Europe and things in his 20s, and uh, he used to drive a cab in Chicago, and he spoke German. So I took some of those elements and like crafted this character, and as the series went on, the character became less like my dad, and just more little bit of me, to be honest. And then but then even then it continued on to like he just kind of was his own entity by like that third or fourth book. And then now I'm, I put one out in 2013, 2014, 2015. And then I had my daughter in 2015. So everything, everything shut
1: down. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> and so got it got a little busy. <laughs> Yeah, I finally, in 2019, I put out the fourth book, so there were okay. four years in between. But now I'm thinking I might try and put it out next year. I don't know. I started writing it earlier this month, and we'll see. I got some, some nuggets there, and All I right. think I've got some ideas of where I want to go with it and
1: well, see. can you go back for a second? So uh, what an interesting idea, concept. So your storyline is similar to the one that you're continuing, or was this just— Well, just that... the
3: same, jo- same genre. You oh, know, well, kind I see. Of, okay. Yeah, I didn't like pick up the the story mantle and say, oh, no, no, no not quite that, you know, intense. It was more like I love the the genre, I love the kind of the murder mystery crime, sure. and wanted to somehow keep my dad his memory alive yeah. and his voice. So that's the whole idea with the first book. That's kind of where gotcha. that first one came from. And then from there, I was like, oh, that was fun. Let me try and do another one.
1: Yeah, I was curious because then I we- thought it might be hard to like get with the, I'm assuming, because so like you said that, yeah, the copyright, because that author passed away, you said, right?
3: Yeah, he passed away. In right. The so the
1: estate would have to be involved probably and right. in all that stuff. Yeah, so that
3: would maybe be something down the road that could be discussed. If, yeah. But I'm pretty much a, I'm not a writer. I mean, I do write, but I'm not, right. you know, trained or anything. I write for fun. I do. That's more of a hobby where gotcha. music and mm-hmm. songwriting is, is what I do. Right. I mean? But, you know, ne- you never know. I don't know. We'll,
1: see. well, now this always interests me because you're from Indiana, yeah, and because we're diehard baseball fans. Okay, that's okay. that's our sport. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. now I know you have professional teams there. You have the Colts and the Pacers yep. and all that kind of stuff. But yep. uh where does your? I'm assuming your fandom lies out there. But what are your f- favorite teams and stuff like that?
3: Well, since I was born in Chicago, ah, um, yeah. and my dad and mom both were born and raised there, I. I have Strong ties to Chicago sports, so gotcha. I these days I I am a big Cubs fan and yeah. I'm a big Bears fan, although they're pretty terrible. Uh, I, I used to be a huge Bulls fan, you know, with Michael Jordan. Oh, sure, yeah. of course. Well, I don't watch a lot of NBA basketball. I do like basketball. That was that was a fun time. I played basketball, but
1: and what about college?
3: Well, so I grew up near Notre Dame, so I'm a big Notre Dame football oh, okay. fan. Nice, and and Notre Dame basketball. I like IU, you know, basketball as well, but mm-hmm. right. Yeah, actually, my lead character in those books I wrote, he was a former rugby player at, at Notre Dame.
0: Oh. oh, interesting.
3: Which my dad was not, but <laughs> this right. guy. I made this guy be a former rugby player at Notre Dame just for detail.
0: Nice. Right.
3: Um, but yeah, I, I do still enjoy watching sports and attending sports. I just sang the national anthem for the Pacers, actually. Oh, oh wow. Nice. About six weeks ago.
1: Oh, that's great. Cool. Excellent.
3: And uh, yeah, it was fun. It was big, big crowd.
1: Well, uh, I have a question. So is it just as intense as the open-air stadiums? Because Roxy and I, we've been lucky enough. We sang at Fenway Park once. Yep. Oh, uh, wow. And I've done, I did Cincinnati when it was, what? River? Was, Riverfront? Three Rivers? No, no, that was. Three Rivers. River, no, that's that's Pittsburgh. Three
3: um, Rivers, Pittsburgh, yeah. Uh,
1: I want to say Riverfront Stadium. But yeah, I
3: Riverfront could, sounds right. I could be
1: wrong. Anyway, but when you're indoors, is it any better? <laughs>
3: You mean the sound? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because,
1: well, of course, now, mind you, I don't know what your setup was, but, you know, mm-hmm. we didn't have, like, in-ear monitors or anything like that. And, you know, th- everyone gives you advice. They're like, whatever you do, don't listen because you just hear the bounce back.
0: Yeah, I made that mistake.
1: They're like, don't <laughs> listen. You know, just yeah, sing. Uh, just sing it.
3: Yep, that's kind of what I do. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. I was I wondering. Just li- I don't listen. I'm sorry. I just sing. <laughs> You're right.
1: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. That's, that's still exciting, though. That's really cool. Yeah so that's awesome now real quick because already we, we already kind of have to take a quick break but um going to your tony sure. fandom how did you become a little and uh, how did you discover tony kornheiser
3: actually i mean i've, I've known pti show first that's where i first okay. discovered yep. tony and mike and i didn't really know about the podcast until a buddy of mine actually a buddy i grew up with in Plymouth, who has his own podcast speak of the devil his name's rod morgan and rod was the one that Told me about. He's like, man, you should send your music into the Sony Kornheiser show. That was probably wasn't. That, it was probably three, three or four years ago. Okay. I hadn't heard the podcast before then, but I now, dude. I mean, I listen every day. Well, right. Every episode. I oh, haven't yeah. missed an episode in three years, probably. Mm, yeah. Maybe a couple here and there, but yeah. I, I've listened to ninety plus percent of those episodes, and yeah, they've always been cool. Playing my stuff. Nigel seems to. You got to get through the gatekeeper there, but yeah, you know (laughs) he'll dig it. You know, and I'll give him like sometimes I'm like, hey man, I got a song coming out next week. Can you squeeze me in and like debut the single on your show? And he's done a few debuts for me. Oh, Oh, that's great.
1: Well, we know you have another one coming up, right?
3: Yeah, I've got a whole album.
1: All right. Well, uh, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna tease that. All right. Yeah. But so stick around. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with
0: Meet the Littles.
3: Hi, this is Wayne Hickenbottom in Austin, Texas, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
0: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. We are meeting the littles, and we are here with Brett Wiscons. Did I do that right?
1: I believe so. Two for two. Two for yes. two, Roxy. Okay, and she's just showing off because she's never wrong.
0: And Chuck, I have some good news for you. Oh, what's that? You were absolutely right. Wait, the, wait,
1: what did you just you say? You were
0: absolutely right. Wait, one more time. You were absolutely right. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Littles mark your calendars. I don't today care what it was. Day.
1: We can just stop there. <laughs> um, Brett, it's been nice having you on the podcast. Yep. Thank and, you guys.
3: Have a great
0: night. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I right about, Roxy? The movie was called oh, Young Blood. Young Blood. Starring Rob Lowe. He was a hockey player. That ah, was correct.
1: I believe I had that. You as did as they say. You did have that. <laughs> well, thank you for that, You Roxy. were right. Wow, I got another one. <laughs> I'm just going to savor these. I'm going to be playing this episode over and over again, Brett. But let's get back right. to you. We, we teased at the end of the last segment that you have an album coming out, right?
3: Yes, sir. Yeah, full-length album. will be out sometime in April. Okay. Which nice. is uh, coming soon here. We're wrapping it up.
1: So now, up till now, have you just had singles or you've had other albums? No,
3: I've, I've done other albums. It's been a while. It's been a long time since I've done like a 10 song album. I've done EPs with somewhere between five to seven songs. Right. But the full length, it's been five years, I think. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Now you'll have to forgive
1: old. me. I'm positive I've heard your stuff, but when's the last time it was played on the big show?
3: Uh, he played a, he played my song in October. I think on October 1st. Oh, okay. This year.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to yeah. definitely have to go back and look. And...
3: On that episode. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So what genre do you write in or do you do everything?
3: Uh, this new album, honestly, is a little bit, it's not a little bit of everything, but it's okay. it definitely goes across a few genres. Uh, we have flat out like rock and roll. We have some a couple ballads. We have a mm-hmm. poppy song. We have some kind of country vibes on a couple songs. Okay. We have some like, old Beatles vibes on nice. a song. Uh, it's really a nice mix of things, and I'm. So excited. You know, again, that October song is going to be on the new album, and that's already out. Oh, okay. And uh, we've put out four singles already from this album. So, Oh, okay. And that's been over a span of, geez, almost two years now. But the full length with those four songs, plus six new ones, will be out in uh, April, as, as of right now. That's and
1: when did you start? To, it's been at least four years. When did you start the whole process of this album?
3: Well, the whole process of this album started in, like, no, well, it's been a little over two years since we started the process. Oh, okay. We wrote this song, Late Bloomer, um, in August of 2019. So yeah, almost two and a half years. And that that was the first single we put out. We put it out as a single, thinking we weren't going to do an album, or recorded it, I guess, as a single. And then as it was getting closer, I'm like, man, let's just do an album. Hmm. And uh, i worked work with the producer here in town. And Collaborator, and he co-writes with me. And he's really something else. His name's Tom Doherty. He's uh, just kind of a musical wizard. I write a lot of the lyrics for our songs, and mm-hmm. he writes all the music. We're a good team like that. And then I sing, obviously, in the studio. And then uh, he plays all the guitars and the bass guitar, and does all the background. Vo- well, not all the background vocals. Some of the background vocals. We we actually got some pretty decent. Uh, auxiliary musicians for this album i'm pretty excited about oh, too cool. so very well known mark bryan mark's from a band called hootie and the blowfish <laughs> <laughs> i think you've heard of that band I,
1: oh yeah i'm not sure <laughs> if I mean, check I, your record I, i've heard of steve lipton
3: <laughs> yeah lipton, lipton's mark boy
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's he's mark boy <laughs>
3: yeah i haven't actually met lipton i don't think actually but i've I worked with Mark on an album. He actually produced my last album I did five years ago. Oh, okay, ago. great. So he was nice enough to play mandolin on one of the songs on the new album, and yeah, he's great, man.
1: So that's exciting. I mean, how did you get hooked up with him?
3: Oh, with Mark initially? Yeah. Man, I, I've i been a fan since Cracker Review came out in 94, yeah. and they, they were the band that really m- motivated me and inspired me to write songs mm-hmm. and pick up a guitar way back then, so... Oh, that's great. Um, so I've been just huge fanboy of them for forever. But I saw, and I'd seen them a few times before this, but I, I met them outside the Murat. They played a show 2000, and uh, they were hanging out in the parking lot, signing autographs and talking to fans, being nice, cordial dudes. And I was there with my buddy Clark, and... I just, Mark was always the most engaging of the four, mm-hmm. you know, the, the main guys. He just was always nice to everybody. And they all were nice, but he was more outgoing. and Just told Mark, like, man, I'm a big fan. I've been a big fan forever. And I want to be, I want to be you guys. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's like, well, you know, keep in touch. He's like, I always reply to my fan mail. So if you want to just send any mail, you know, to, And we just struck up a little pen pal ship back damn, 21 years ago. Wow. stayed in touch and saw him a few more times at some gigs and then i mean it was not till 2013 when i reached out specifically to say hey man I, i'm doing this kickstarter i'd love to have you produce my you know my next album my first you know major, you know, yeah. major solo album and he was like let's do it let's roll so wow.
1: that is so, so that's cool. like a dream come true i know mm-hmm. i would think
3: yeah it was pretty huge for yeah. me yeah right really fun and they actually, when they reunited in 2019, they put out a new album. That's Hootie and the Blowfish, and they had tons of songs to go through to pick and narrow down to the 12, I think, or 13 that they used. And they actually, I was told they did consider one of the songs I wrote with Mark that was on my album. Uh, they didn't pick it after all, but he told me that himself.
1: Well, that's still kind of cool.
3: But they had, you know, hundreds of songs right. to pick through. You know that sure. they wrote, and they had co-writers, and they had just like other, you know, writers.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I think it could have. I think it could have worked for them, but it's fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not okay, maybe someday. Well, maybe yeah, after maybe this someday. new one. Now I think it's. There you go. Uh, correct me if I'm, it was April thirteenth.
3: That's the plan. Yeah, okay. that is right. the tentative. I hate being putting a date out and then sure. having to. backtrack but i think we're looking good for that let's just say april
1: april this year yeah
3: let's let's say that the album's gonna be called late bloomer
1: late bloomer all right Yep, excellent all right well we'll plug all that at the end of the interview no problem there but this is the loyal littles podcast and i don't even listen to too many episodes but we do this thing where we do our fun dumb questions is that going to be okay let's do it all right sure all right. Careful what you wish. You for?
3: said fun, fun, dumb, right?
1: Yeah, yes. not smart and funny. We're fun and dumb here.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, We're smart and that, funny okay. on the big show. Gotcha. I think I can play both sides. All right. So. All
1: right, Roxy, kick it off.
0: This is, uh, we haven't done this one in a while. If you could time travel, where would you go?
3: Hmm. It's a good one. Probably not that far back, honestly. I'd probably go to Woodstock. Ooh. Mm. 1969. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a good yeah,
3: one. Yeah, I, I think that'd be kind of surreal
1: to. Yeah. See that yeah. Much talent mm-hmm. on oh, one yeah. stage. Absolutely. No, that's a great that's answer. Awesome. That's a great answer. Thank you. Thank All you right. Very much. Let's bring us back to dumb. If you could be a cartoon <laughs> character for a week, who would it be? Uh, an
3: existing one, or could I create my own?
1: No, oh, either or both. I like <laughs> where I that's see. going.
3: <laughs> right. I'm not that creative at the moment. <laughs> Probably Peppy Le Pew.
1: Ah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent.
3: I don't even remember his shtick, honestly. But I don't know. He was kind of a maybe not. wasn't that great of a guy.
1: Well, I know all. he's banned. He's like
3: yeah, t- so probably shit. not Pepe. Pepe. No, you. that's a great answer. <laughs> Let's pull that back.
1: You're <laughs> badass, you're, you're you're banned from Looney Tunes.
3: Right? Yeah. Yes. Screw it. <laughs> He seemed like he was having a good time. He yeah, yeah, was right. having a good time with a cat. <laughs> the poor was, cat. A was he a rat or a skunk? He was a skunk. Yeah, skunk. He
4: was a
0: skunk. He trying to win over a cat who would always somehow get a white stripe get a white painted stripe, on And he would just cat. fall in love and not realize she was a cat and just go after her. And Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's probably he, why they banned him. Of the though, right
1: she's clearly like pushing him away nonstop. And he just keeps. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep.
3: All right, so I don't, don't want, want to be that guy. All <laughs> right, let's uh,
1: so let's try this again. If you could be a cartoon right. character for a week, who would it be?
3: It would probably be Oh He Man, actually.
1: He Man, hmm. good oh, one.
3: I think he has masters of cool the universe, record. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Skull. What was that guy's name? Skeletor. Skeletor. <laughs> Skeletor. Right.
0: I mean, since you've written novels, what's a great book you've read recently?
1: You know
3: what was really good? I read this earlier this spring. Was the Richard Branson biography mm. from oh. Virgin Record Stores, Virgin Airlines, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, Virgin, every all that really, really great biography, autobiography,
1: autobiography, oh, yeah, for that
3: matter. Uh, that was a fun book. He, man, that guy's lived a life. I
1: tell you, really. No, I'm a huge autobiography person. That's why mm-hmm.
3: I was. Oh yeah, check it out. It's called Losing My Virginity. Yeah. That's oh, I mean.
0: clever. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Yeah, you
3: know, you know, It's, it's kind of clever.
1: <laughs> now, do you know about Chatter on Books?
3: Is that still going on? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely Tori's, heard about it. Yeah. Tori, yeah, yeah. Tori does it, yeah. Yep. But there's no chatter. No, just right.
1: It, no, yeah. They
3: <laughs> just do a, like yeah, a chat- podcast format? Yeah.
1: Yeah, they do it from, well, they've done it from all different places, yeah. but in her, I don't know if it's in her place or wherever, but yeah, no, it's still going because she's always looking for recommendations. Okay. Um and she's very appreciative. Yeah, so we always try to promote that podcast as much as possible. But like she said, she's gotten so many recommendations from other littles about who to seek out authors and stuff mm-hmm. like that, if it's really good. So yeah. To this day I'm trying to think of some I, you probably do you know who Tommy Toon is? I do know who that is. Okay. His autobiography <laughs> is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And Roxy oh, actually really? got, Roxy got to do a show with him yeah. once. So she he actually she got a signed copy for me. Yeah. Uh, years oh, later. Oh, cool. I had like three other friends say, Oh, I'm gonna get you a signed copy, and they never did, of course. But she finally came through. Of course. And then uh are you a big Kiss fan?
3: Uh not majorly, okay. but I lied. Yeah. They're okay.
1: But man, yeah. those stories. I I'm a, yeah, I'm I a drummer, it. so Peter Chris's okay. that book, I got to meet him, I had him sign it and um, oh that's cool. Yeah. And I'm sure it's like the Jersey Boys. Have you ever seen Jersey Boys by any chance? No, but I know. Yeah, you know what it. it is. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. But there's a line in the show that it's very funny. It says, you know, if if you want to hear the story about us, you ask four different guys, you're going to get four different stories. Yeah. And that's what I think this must be. Kiss? Yeah. Because uh-huh. the way Peter Chris tells it is of course, then you hear Paul and Gene rebuke it like oh he's telling lies and blah blah blah," you know all this kind of stuff so I just think that would be interesting I'm dying to read their autobiographies I just really haven't had time but Peter Crisp what a great book the stories Mm -hmm. about them touring and stuff is just out of this world all right well I'm excited about this one because of what he does yeah if you hosted and you know what I'm gonna prep this you can't say yourself okay okay Okay? can't Mm -hmm. be you if you were asked to host Saturday Night Live, who would you want to introduce as your musical guest?
3: Man, I'd have to I'd have to go full circle here and bring on Hootie and the Blue. Okay. That's,
0: that's what, what I, was, what I never, was thinking. I was thinking.
1: They
3: never got a chance to do it SNL and they were the oh, biggest fan really? in the world. Wait, yeah, really? they were the biggest fan in the world, yeah. Are
1: you wait,
0: what? How is that possible? And they
3: never did it. Wow. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Google me. Google Littles, Machine me. Get but, on
1: that. Bobby, get on that! <laughs>
3: but wow, yeah, I think they're due. I think they're due.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Wow, Roxy, okay. what's next? What three famous people, living or dead, would you want at your fantasy dinner party?
3: Living or dead? Uh huh. I would say Obama. Sorry to get political. Do that's we, okay. Are we allowed to get political? Well, we usually don't. Get no, political? that's fine.
1: That's no, fine. That's we don't. Really fine. We don't do politics. But that no, that's of course you could fine. You can say a name. Absolutely. Yeah. He was a president. Yeah, Obama. For
3: yeah. Right. Michael Jordan. Uh uh-huh. mm, Good choice and michael wilbon no just kidding. Ah. Um,
1: <laughs> that's a good answer actually
3: no not Wilbon. he's great though i do love yeah. Yeah. for my third maybe cleopatra oh sure. all right
1: <laughs> cool that's good
3: halle berry is cleopatra have you, seen the <laughs> new,
1: uh,
3: <laughs> have you seen those new commercials with uh for caesars
1: no yeah like sports
3: betting uh-huh. with She's the, doing the manning it? brothers and yeah and, oh okay and uh jb smooth from Curb Your Enthusiasm, and then Cleopatra comes in, I'm like, that looks like Halle Berry. It actually
1: turns out it is Halle Berry. All right. I have to say this, though, and I know you've got some catching up to do if you choose to on the podcast, but one of our guests in the past threw this, just casually threw this out. So my friend invited me to go to a poker match, and we ended up at Michael Jordan's house playing poker.
3: (laughs) Holy shit.
1: Yeah, right? Okay. Right. Talk about burying the lead. Right. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, right. Yeah. So anyway, you'll have to seek that interview out. It's it's quite yeah, delightful.
3: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Uh, all right. Well, unfortunately, we're almost out of time, but I can't leave you without this one because of the new year and everything. So, what's your New Year's resolutions that you're not going to follow through on? Because <laughs> <laughs> no one does, right?
3: Right. Oh, well, I, you know, I I don't really do those anymore. Okay. Um, I have goals, and yeah. I think I'll follow through on them. And that is career-wise, it's the new album sure. in April, and then. To tour some mm-hmm. in, in the spring and summer, and then try to put out another novel by the yeah. end of 2022. Cool.
1: cool. All right. So, well, speaking of, thank you so much for coming on the Little Littles podcast. Now, we always like to do this for everyone. Is there anything, well, We we know their stuff. What can we plug for you? <laughs> now, can we buy the novel? Is this for sale, or is this just something you put out? Or
3: no, they're out there. At this point, they're only out on you know digital format. But okay. They're out, you know Amazon, yeah, Amazon, Kindle, yeah, that's I or. Barnes & Noble, Nook, whatever you want to... iTunes.
1: And give us whatever. that information again. What's the title again?
3: Well, so they're all different titles. Oh, but the I books... See. The lead character's name is Bear Whitman. And you could search Bear Whitman. You could search my name, of course. And okay. that would bring up okay. all my accomplishments. Well, we'll make sure
1: we put that in the show notes for you. And then, of yeah, course, the you. album. This April, right? That's the... Whole... Yeah, that's the plan. Okay.
3: Full-length album called Late Bloomer. Really excited about it. Got some... Fantastic songs and production and some players on there. and I'm just excited to get it out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, do us a favor. Send us a song from it at some point when it's about to drop, and we'll be more than happy to throw one of the songs on and make sure we give it another plug so everyone will remind Okay. Everyone will be reminded. That's great. by buy the album. So, All right, Brett. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Loyal Littles podcast. We really appreciate the time. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this.
0: Over or under
3: over as of
1: 2012.
0: Uh-oh. What does that
1: mean? I know, there's got to be, it sounds like there's a story here, Brett.
3: <laughs> no, I don't know when I specifically changed, but something changed. I was definitely an under for a long, long time, mm. and then something changed.
1: Wow, you smartened yeah. up. You became smart I must and have
3: smartened up, yeah, because over is really the way to go.
1: I'm an over. I've always been an over. Roxy's kind of interchangeable. She grew up as an under.
0: But I'm adaptable. A, she says
1: she's adaptable. We call that will bonding. The question. If it's
0: that important to you, I'll right. put it on the way you want. <laughs> if you don't care, what's Chuck
3: I'm Todd? Under. I forget.
1: He's, he's an, he under?
3: an under.
0: Yeah,
1: That's he's an
3: I under. Thought. I lost respect for him years ago <laughs> after he made that comment.
1: And uh, now he's a verb because he, if you Chuck Todd it, it means you change it. If you go to like a friend's house and they have it under and you put it over, if you change mm. it. Without telling them.
0: You chuck-totted we it. We call uh-huh. it you
1: chuck-totted it.
3: I can see that. I've chuck-totted it. A few oh, okay. Times.
1: All right. Yeah, nice. So yeah.
0: <laughs> so good. We
1: love that this conversation just goes and goes. It's never, oh, yeah. It's never not funny.
0: Never not funny. I think we can that all
1: agree on done. that. So, Brett, thank you again so much for the time. We really appreciate it.
3: You're welcome, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: All right. All you loyal littles. We'll be right back.
3: This is
0: Laurie Asayo from DC, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast
1: Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And so, we did want to, before we get out of here, wanted to take a few seconds to congratulate. Now, we'll get into the Burger Berserker League at another time because that's still going on. Yep. But we have the final results for our Loyal Littles fantasy football league. And uh, I'm just going to read a, a tweet that Patrick Moffat, who is our commissioner, and I mean, we have to pause for station identification and just give a huge thank you. Yeah. I mean, he puts everything together, the schedule and all that stuff. But he tweeted out, he said, congrats to all three league champions this year of the Raju Rejects Leagues. Jamie Julian." John Miller and Ron St. Amant are our three league division winners. And then Ron took the overall crown and finished at 16-1. and one.
0: Wow. And he says
1: dominant stuff. Big fun and needed changes coming in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to all for playing. So, yeah, Chuck, how, how do you feel, Chuck? The, the overall winner came out of our division.
2: That's great. I always like losing to the person or team that wins it all. So if it's going to go down, that's a good way to go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. Now, I did like that he said there's going to be some changes coming, cause, but we won't go there. <laughs> we won't get into that. But, yeah, Chuck, you finished <laughs> a little bit. I, what were you, like fifth or sixth, I think? No, I think we all did all right. Yeah. For our first year in the league, I think mm-hmm. we, were, you know, we represented first time well. First
0: we are playing, I feel like, okay, Yeah, all right. That's right. Yeah,
1: totally. So we're going to try to have Ron on at some point for mm-hmm. five mediocre minutes so he can have his, his championship set. moment
0: in the sun. Yeah. I
1: think
2: there should be some definite changes.
1: Oh, really? What, so what's what's one change Tiny Chuck would like to have? I'd like to have an injury
2: reserve spot on the roster oh. to where if one of your players is going to be out for like two or three weeks that you don't have to drop them to make a spot for their replacement. Oh. You can just put them on like an IR.
1: And they do that in some leagues?
2: Yeah. So it's not part of your team. You just put them on an injury list. Yeah. And then as soon as they come back you have to then either so essentially you can pick somebody else without dropping somebody and then when they come back from being on the injury list you know then to come back to play on the team then you either have to put them back in your lineup or drop them right so you can't keep them if they're not on the injured they have to be designated injured by the nfl
0: that makes sense right all right.
2: So that's what I would do for one. For two, I don't know why. I think there's too many wide receivers on there.
0: Mm, oh, I noticed that. Because
1: there's three, right?
0: Yeah.
2: There's three plus the flex. So I would right. get rid of one of those wide receivers. But that's just
1: my opinion, you know? Yeah. It right. it's well, it makes work. sense. And I didn't even realize. You t- mentioned that to me during the season. I didn't, I didn't understand. But like you said, if there's so many people in the division, if there's only if it's like a six or seven or eight team division, then that's fine. But like you said, when there's, how many, was there like 14, 15, whatever there was. Like you said, if everyone has three or four on their team, then when you have a buy and you need to pick up someone, there's no one there to pick up.
2: Right. You're kidding. You're like, yeah, basically the guy that's standing on the sideline.
1: Right. (laughs) Well, Chuck, I know you don't really follow the Berserker League, but. You might want to we might need to look into the Zerka Joe. Yeah, I just can't. I can't. Makes a
2: good bubble gum. We
1: we had some we've had some interesting conversations in our guests and stuff like that recently about all this. But I I do have to give a quick shout out to them. They're they're doing amazing stuff over there. They're I think they're coming up on the championships either this week or next week. I'm not even sure. But we heard from Sully from Boston because he wrote in about a comment we made last week about, you know, a certain merch guy backstabbing and all that he wrote in, he said, to Todd, that was a great interview, but I have an immediate correction. Rob Culpean is no longer Stabby Stabmaster. I didn't even heard that name. What? I love it, though. In his eyes, he says. This is all in Sully's eyes. That title belongs to, until proven otherwise, Stabby-Doo. Now, I'm not even sure who that is, but this is all Berserker League crazy stuff, and I don't know. I just can't even imagine. I can't wait to talk about it, though. Yeah. Because uh, Roxy and I will just say we've been looking from the sidelines and we've been watching. I'm but, amazed but we at also the time can't really. these
0: people have on their hands to make this all happen. And it seems like it's going seamlessly.
1: Yeah. I don't understand how those guys have their time. But it is intriguing because we've now had three or four guests talk about it. And they keep dropping this information like Scrabble Week and yeah. WWE Week. Mm-hmm. And we thought because we saw some chat about an immunity idol. We didn't even know what that was. We're like, wait, is there a Survivor Week? Right. Because, I mean, we obviously think we would crush that week, but <laughs> maybe there isn't. I don't know. We, we don't know enough about it. So maybe we could... What I'd love to do is get the commissioners on for five mediocre minutes yeah, at that'd some be point. Cool. I mean, hello. I mean, you guys are... Yep. I mean, they're really busy right now. Yeah. But maybe they could go into it a little bit more. They even have their own podcast. Yeah. Which... Um, Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's good stuff. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. But Scrabble Week, I think, sounds hilarious. If there is a Survivor Week, that would be hilarious. Uh, yeah. You know, if you can play an Immunity Idol or something to, like, <laughs> get a free win that week. So a, more, a couple more quick shout-outs, though. Jamie Julian is who played Ron in the finals. And so I guess I think it was a pretty close matchup too. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know what the final score was. But Ron did come out on top of that. And then the other shout-out would be, I believe it was Eric Barnes. I think I mentioned yeah. that. Don't quote me on this. I did not look this up. But hello. I mean, you go 16-1. and one. I mean, the one person that beat him all year. Yeah. And he's the eventual champion. I mean, that must feel like, well, I guess it would feel like the Chicago, the 85 Bears, right? Because they lost to one team and that was Miami that mm-hmm. year. And they won the whole shebang. So remember that, Chuck? 85 Bears? Yeah, the little, fridge. little Super Bowl shuffle for you.
2: Yep. What about the, you guys didn't do Bob Sproul's. College bowl oh, game. Oh no, thing. no,
1: yeah, I, we should give a shout out to him too.
2: I can't remember who won, but oh, is it over? Wasn't me. I think it's yeah, pretty much over. Like the whoever won can't lose.
1: Oh, I see. So it was one of those situations because I thought it was yeah. with the bowl games. Yeah, Bob reached out to us saying he understood, mm-hmm. and so we were like, yeah, we know nothing about college football. That's yeah. why we even. I
2: didn't either. I get it, but then i forgot all about it but chuck
1: he did give you a shout out and he said i guess tiny chuck will have to represent the loyal littles podcast so we appreciate you doing yeah, it because we we had no idea so that's i mean we even promote other podcasts girls beer sports yeah i think it's called yeah yeah because they do all college football there yep. we don't we do nothing we do nothing about college football. <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah. i like to watch sometimes it depends on the game but yeah, doesn't. Do. i do occasionally but nah, i'm with you on there well all the games I'm- sucked yeah. all the playoff well, that's,
2: games. yeah that's why I, I mean if you're not if you don't have a team that you're rooting for like you went there or you know it's, it's right you know in the city where you live then it's then it's like what it's, there's no motivation to watch them because yeah. they do well, suck that's me
1: because i grew up in a small town went to a small division three school yep. and uh yeah no we didn't even have a football team when i was in college so yeah so that's and they don't I mean. even
2: have college football in New York, do they? Well, like there's Big Syracuse. John, there's, you know, there's yeah. teams, but oh, not, stadium. Stadium. not like in the city. No. Oh, no, no, not in the city. They don't even have high school football there.
0: Yeah, I don't think so.
1: Oh, wow. Wait, they must. I
0: don't think so. They must. I don't know. I
1: don't even know, don't but know. they must.
2: Where? There's no field.
0: yeah,
1: there's the fields. Yeah, there's fields. Well, Unless
0: they go out to Jersey yeah, to maybe play Jersey. at the Giants Jets Stadium. <laughs> yeah,
1: don't even, I wanted to touch upon that real quick. Good segue, Roxy. Did you all see this article? I forget where it was, but I'll post it later maybe, but... There's these guys that are suing the Jets and Giants for the name. They're saying it's false advertising. I loved it. I sent it over to Tiny Of course you do. I and still
2: think you're it's you under a <laughs> surname.
1: <laughs> no, seriously, look this up, Littles. There's somebody, uh, I'll post it later on the Twitter page, Someone's suing, and they're suing for billions as for, like, false billions. advertisement. And this article was really funny because it comes up with their own responses to all theirs. They break down a lot of the actual what they're saying they're suing over. Mm -hmm. And the one, of course, it's hilarious because, of course, they're like, yeah, not like San Francisco who plays in Santa Clara and Dallas who plays in Arlington. And there's all these because there's like four or five teams that don't play in the remote area. And on top of it, this still doesn't change my mind, but they did say that the mileage from MetLife Stadium to New York City is the closest out of all of them. So Yeah, but they're at least in the same state. Well, that's the thing. That's where I'm going. Thank you, Tiny Chuck. I appreciate the support. (laughs) That's exactly my point. You don't even play in the state or at least give Jersey some credit because I feel like and I'm not a soccer guy, so I don't know for sure, but I thought there was a soccer team that used to be called the New York, New Jersey, blah, blah, blah. Right. Why they at least don't call themselves the New York, New Jersey Giants, Jets. I just don't understand. Right. And I think they should. Yeah. But anyway. You think
0: they should win billions?
1: No, I don't think. I think it's clever, though, because, I mean, this is insane. They're not going to win, obviously, but they're saying, oh, it says New York on the ticket. That's false advertising, all the, you know, blah, all this stuff. Right. And they have all these claims. And I just feel like, of course, they're just hoping for a a $5,000 settlement, I'm sure. They're just trying. It's a money grab. I get that. But... I'm sure they're going to get, they better get nothing because if they stole my thunder on this, I'm going to be pissed. They're
2: probably getting rid like season tickets, that's it. Yeah, maybe season,
1: yeah, Yeah, maybe. Anyway. All right, that's all the time we have today. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us.
0: You can email us at WTFCPodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, the Loyal Littles Podcast.
1: And don't forget to head on over to Apple and iTunes and give us a nice rate and review over there. We really appreciate that. Tiny Chuck, happy new year. Thanks for coming on.
2: Yeah, happy new year. Hope it's <laughs> merry and bright. Here's hoping. Once. He's so festive. For
1: once. <laughs> for once. Yeah, right? <laughs> for once. We're due. We're due yeah. for a good year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, everyone. And don't forget, if you are out shopping online tonight, to use the go. Mark's from a band called Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs>
4: the sky. Was it October or the 4th of July? Oh, to be and not to be, that is her question. And I'm under her thumb, safely resting. Cause I won't quit until I get She gives back my sight Because I know now the
0: by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Lewis B. Croco, And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan.
3: Really, really great. Oh, yeah.